Looking to step up your Mother's Day flowers? The Home Depot has an idea. Let mom's green thumb do some digging with colorful flowers, pots, and premium soils to bring out the most in her patios, walkways, and gardens. Right now, get Vigoro Potting Soil just $8.97 for strong, healthy, vibrant plants, indoors and outside. Shop our wide selection online and pick up your order in-store and give mom the gift of a beautiful garden. Get Vigoro Potting Soil just $8.97 at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. See homedepot.com slash delivery for details. It is Wednesday, September 28th, and this is People Every Day. Welcome to Wednesday, everyone. It's me, Janine Rubenstein, back here with another great show in store for you. Today, we're sitting down with social media superstars, the D'Amelio sisters, to talk about everything from their music and dance careers to what it's like going viral as siblings. Plus, with Tom and Giselle heading to Miami to avoid the hurricane, we've got a special edition of Heart Monitor coming your way. But first, let's get into what's been all over my timeline today. Earlier today, one of America's most trusted reporters delivered some devastating news. Katie Couric revealed she has breast cancer. The longtime news anchor shared a post on Instagram this morning that read, quote, Every two minutes, a woman is diagnosed with breast cancer in the United States. On June 21st, I became one of them. As we approach Breast Cancer Awareness Month, I wanted to share my personal story with you all and encourage you to get screened and understand you may fall into a category of women who need more than a mammogram. Couric then directed followers to an essay she wrote about her diagnosis and what her journey has been the past few months. She shared that it was her eighth wedding anniversary when she learned the news. Quote, I felt sick and the room started to spin. I was in the middle of an open office, so I walked to a corner and spoke quietly, my mouth unable to keep up with the questions swirling in my head. The former Today Show host said she underwent surgery in July and began receiving radiation treatments earlier this month. Kirk is no stranger to cancer after she lost her first husband, Jay Monahan, to colon cancer when he was only 42, in addition to losing her sister and mother-in-law to pancreatic and ovarian cancer. Kirk is using this as an opportunity to motivate and urge others to get their regular exams, stating, quote, please get your annual mammogram. I was six months late this time. I shudder to think what might have happened if I had put it off longer. But just as importantly, please find out if you need additional screening. We are wishing her all the best in her recovery. And yes, we'd like to echo what she said. Go get checked out, everyone. Not just mammograms, though. Use this as a friendly reminder to get your annual checkups and stay on top of your health. If you're a fan of Ryan Reynolds and or his Deadpool films, you are going to love this next story. Fans have been clamoring for a third installment of the Deadpool franchise long before Disney acquired Fox Studios. And as a producer, star, and co-writer of the films, Reynolds told fans for years that he was working on the new project. But now that the dearly beloved Deadpool is making his way into the Marvel Cinematic Universe, the Canadian-born actor admitted he had his hands full in a recent post to Instagram Reynolds opened up to fans about how things are going for the next installment of the franchise. His first appearance in the MCU obviously needs to feel special. We need to stay true to the character, uh, find new depth, new motivation, new meaning. Every Deadpool needs to stand out and stand apart. It's been an incredible challenge that has forced me to reach down deep inside. And I have nothing. But then in the background of the video, Hugh Jackman, yes, Mr. Wolverine himself, just happens to walk by. But we did have one idea. 
Hey, Hugh, you want to play Wolverine one more time? Yeah, sure, right. That's right, Marvel fans. Deadpool is bringing Wolverine with him to the MCU. Reynolds and Jackman are longtime friends and have hinted for years at teaming up for a Deadpool-Wolverine collaboration, not counting their appearance in X-Men Origins. Of course, the internet was ablaze with speculation and excitement about the new film. The two shared another video assuring fans that they would not change anything that has to do with the ending of Logan, which was thought to be the last time we'd see Jackman don his famous sideburns and and claws. Fans still have to wait two more years to see the film, but I am sure Deadpool 3 will be a box office smash. And now it's time to check up on the goings-on in the love lives of some of your favorite celebs. It's heart monitor time. If you're a loyal listener, you know I love this segment we do where we check the pulse on the hottest relationships in Hollywood. Who's happily still together? Who's just heating up? Who's on the rocks? And who is donezo? Like, seriously, lose my number. <laughs> There's been a few stories floating around my newsfeed, including one from the YouTube space. Yes, Try Guys fans, we are going to get into all the drama that erupted yesterday. Joining me now to discuss where Cupid's era is hitting these days is People's Platforms director, Michelle Coriston. Hey, Michelle. Hey, Janine. How are you? Good, good. Well, let's start with a long-standing couple that is sadly rumored to be seriously on the rocks, Tom Brady and Giselle Bunchen. We've heard these two have been having trouble for a while given Tom's decision to unretire from football. They've been living separately, but now they might be in the same house again as Hurricane Ian is threatening Tampa. So where are they? Michelle, what's happening here? So Tom is evacuating his three kids, Vivian and Benjamin with Giselle, and then, of course, Jack with his ex, Bridget Moynihan, out of the area to kind of shelter at their home in Miami. And a source tells people that Giselle will also be there with family. We haven't seen them together for a long time. All the kids were at Mm -hmm. Tom's first home game, but Giselle was noticeably not. So definitely an interesting development. Yeah. And and his team is heading that way as well to practice out of the Miami Dolphins practice facility this week to kind of like get away from the storm. I've been watching just some of the news clips coming out of Florida and, you know, who knows, things change and and weather patterns move and all of that, but it's not looking, it's not looking great. So, I mean, at least they'll be together in the worst of times, I guess. Yeah, I just hope that them and everyone else in Florida is able to stay safe. And of course, these are very unfortunate circumstances, but maybe it'll it'll bring them them back together. Yeah, for sure. But uh, let's talk about a potential new couple in town, uh, Larsa Pippen and Marcus Jordan. Yep, these two were spotted getting quite cozy at Rolling Loud over the weekend, and I definitely didn't see this one coming. Just explain a little bit about who they are and, and what else we know about this. Yeah, so this is kind of crazy. Larsa Pippen, of course, is the ex-wife of Scotty Pippen, and Marcus Jordan is the son of Michael Jordan, meaning that Larsa's ex-husband and Marcus's dad were teammates and like in their NBA heyday together. <laughs> I wonder what Scotty and Michael think about all of this. Larsa, who of course is on Real Housewives of Miami, was seen like all over Marcus and rolling loud in New York City. There's videos of them dancing on each other, getting handsy, snuggling, like just lots of PDA. Mm. 
Well, Rolling Loud can get pretty wild, so I'm not too surprised, but this is a surprising matchup. Well, I am so curious to know about this next one because I am not necessarily like a Try Guys fan, but I've just been seeing this everywhere. So uh, they're a group of four guys who will try just about anything. Some of their videos include making food without a recipe or trying the whole menu of popular restaurants. They have 7.8 million subscribers on the platform. And yes, Yesterday, the group announced that one of the guys, Ned Fulmer, will no longer be working with the group after it was made public that he had an extramarital affair. So what's happening here? Because this is just all over Twitter. So Ned was what they would call the wife guy. And he always talked about his wife, Ariel, how much he loved her. She was in a ton of their videos. Fans noticed recently that Ned and Ariel were absent from episodes. So there was buzz starting to swirl. They have two children together. But yeah, photos came out on Reddit allegedly showing Ned kissing his colleague, Alexandria Herring, in a New York City bar. Alexandria has a fiance who has since turned his Instagram private. And then the Try Guys announced that Ned is no longer working with them as a result of a thorough internal review. And then, of course, Ned posted his own statement to social media, very sort of Adam Levine-esque, where he admitted to having a consensual workplace relationship. He said family is his priority. Again, it sounded very similar to Adam Levine's statement, which people have also been pointing out. <laughs> yeah, oh, wait, no, family should have always been my priority, but I lost focus. That, That's that. Yeah. I mean, it, yeah, you're right. Very apologetic a la Adam Levine, but also like kind of like a workplace situation in terms of his employment that kind of harkens back to Neil Long. What is going on? What is going on? (laughs) Come on, guys. Seriously. But yeah, it was just super surprising. These guys have so many fans. They're really popular YouTubers. They were at BuzzFeed for a long time, which is how like I first consumed their content. And when your brand is sort of like all about you and your wife having this perfect relationship. And that turns out to be very much not true. It's just kind of sad. and makes people like lose faith. Seriously. Well, my heart, you know, goes out to Ariel and her kids. This has to be just really sad for them. But Michelle, it's always so great to have you on and to dig into all of this. Thank you for getting into the goods with me. Of course. Maybe next time we'll have some happy news, a wedding, a baby. Like, yes, it's, it's that. <laughs> that's what we're rooting for. Coming up, we sit down with the TikTok stars and sisters, Charlie and Dixie D'Amelio, to talk about their relationship, their careers, and the new season of their Hulu series, The D'Amelio Show. But first, last night, the Sanderson sisters hit the red carpet for the premiere of Hocus Pocus 2. After the break, we bring you all the magic from the big night. We'll be right back. Looking to step up your Mother's Day flowers? The Home Depot has an idea. Let mom's green thumb do some digging with colorful flowers, pots, and premium soils to bring out the most in her patios, walkways, and gardens. Right now, get Vigoro Potting Soil just $8.97 for strong, healthy, vibrant plants, indoors and outside. Shop our wide selection online and pick up your order in-store and give mom the gift of a beautiful garden. Get Vigoro Potting Soil just $8.97 at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. See homedepot.com slash delivery for details. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling 
wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. We are back, and so are the Sanderson sisters to run amok. Amok, 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 amok. <laughs> I'm sorry, I had to. Watch the original. You'll get it. The sequel to the beloved 1993 film Hocus Pocus drops on Disney Plus this Friday. And last night, the stars of the film came out to the ACM Lincoln Square Theater in New York for the premiere and to tow the red carpet, which was actually purple because, you know, spooky. Sarah Jessica Parker, who plays the musically inclined Sarah Sanderson, was spotted cozying up to her husband and Plaza Suite co-star Matthew Broderick. And the couple were joined by two of their three children, 13-year-old twins Tabitha Hodge and Marion Loretta Elwell, who fans rarely get to see, so that was a treat. The nostalgia and excitement for the film has been brewing for years now. And back in July, Hocus Pocus 2 executive producer Adam Shankman talked about what it was like getting the three witches back together nearly 30 years later. He shared with people that Bette Midler, Kathy Jimmy, and Sarah Jessica Parker, quote, just fell right in with each other on set. He said, it was like a snap back in time, as if time had not passed. And he added, they were just laughing and laughing and laughing. It was easy. This, of course, isn't the only nostalgia reboot Parker is a part of. The Sex and the City sequel, And Just Like That, premiered last December and will be returning for a second season. Thank God, I loved it. The series was notably without the sultry Samantha, though, played by Kim Cattrall, whose tense relationship with SJP in real life is public knowledge and well-documented. Last night, the always fabulous Kathy Jimmy shared with people what it's been like being friends with Cattrall and Parker amid the feud telling people exclusively, being friends with one person doesn't mean you're not friends with the other person. And in June, many fans believe Najimi appeared to have sided with Cattrall, who's 66, after she sent her love and support via Twitter to the actress on the same day where Parker opened up on a podcast about the alleged riff between her and Cattrall. But as Najimi shared with us last night, you know, we all can have separate friends and you can love two people the same that are on, you know, different parts of the universe. Oof, that's kind of how it feels between Parker and Cattrall. And well, listeners, that's when it hit me. Maybe Kathy Jimmy is right. Who knows? She might just have the magic touch to one day bring Samantha and Carrie back together again. And just like that, it could happen. How do you like my Carrie Bradshaw? <laughs> Charlie and Dixie D'Amelio are, without a doubt, two of the most popular people to come out of the modern social media universe. Growing up in Connecticut, they went from posting videos that went viral to creating a fashion line, walking some of the biggest red carpets, to having their own reality show on Hulu. So in season one of the D'Amelio show, we watched as the family struggled with the you know mental health effects of social media and the pressure of rising to fame out of the blue and managing the constant judgment and negative comments people feel 
more than free to share about them. Well, since then, they've worked on how to manage all of it while still having normal teenage slash young adult lives. Now season two is premiering and we have Charlie and Dixie joining us to give us some insight on what this season holds for the family. So Charlie and Dixie, welcome to the show. Hi, thank you for having us. I I was able to get a sneak peek of the episodes that are out today. This season starts off with Dixie getting ready to take the stage at Jingle Ball while Charlie, you seem to be figuring out, you know, what your next move is going to be. But what I noticed is that you both seem to be managing the social media comments a lot better and figuring out where that actually plays in terms of, you know, your mental health. So would it be safe to say that you guys are in much better space with that now? Let's start with you, Charlie. Yeah, I think I've gotten a better grasp on this whole world kind of learning as I go, but definitely have come a long way since season one. And, you know, not not focusing as much on other people, you kind of trying yeah. to really figure out what makes you happy, what you enjoy doing to make the social media stuff not the main focus of your life. I've been on social media in a week, so... There you go. Well... Dixie, we we have seen the journey of your career as a recording artist really take shape. You faced, you know, a lot of doubt at first, um, out from externally from outside people, but but you work so hard with voice coaches and dance instructors and and really just putting together your voice and what you wanted to say as an artist. So, what was it like to take the stage to perform for the first time, and how has music soothed you? It was definitely very surreal and felt like a giant prank because who's trusting me to go on stage and one of my first shows be at the forum but it was such a great learning experience and I had the greatest time and I appreciate every moment of that journey well Charlie we see you taking a pause from dance which will be a surprise to some as you take the dance floor on dancing with the stars but you you quoted this Billie Eilish uh, lyric things I once enjoyed just keep me employed now but do you still feel that way with the WTS like where are you with it I think that was how I felt for a while it you know dance wasn't something that I found fun anymore and I think with Dancing with the Stars every week it's like I'm hearing from other people that I like I finally look like I'm having fun like I'm I look happy I'm feeling kind of those same things that I used to feel when I was younger dancing that I kind of lost because it had been so long without being that excited for a performance and now to be able to do that again is really a full circle moment for me and just makes me really happy to find. The two of you are sisters, of course, and have definitely forged your own paths, but also have have done enough together to kind of open yourselves up for comparison. So when you are in your weekly business meetings that we see on the show and when you look at social media, but like for you guys, you have the world weighing in on those comparisons. So how do you balance that? I'll start with you, Dixie. I feel like we just never have seen it that way I think it's kind of like I live my life and Charlie kind of watches what I do so I never even realized it until people were like oh my gosh they do this together and this one's better at this but you know I just try to be the best inspiration I can for her is that how it is Charlie no (laughs) I think that's cute but who started this first social media 
I went viral first. I would like to uh, say. Let's, then let's, let's talk I'm about just it. saying I went viral first I'm, in 2018. And it went nowhere. It went everywhere. But whatever. I love sisters. I have two of them myself. <laughs> this is so relatable right now. <laughs> well, guys, uh, your parents are part of the show <laughs> in addition to your entire team and they seem super supportive. So what would you say is their biggest struggle and what's something that they've taught you that you hold dear? I'll take this to you, Dixie. I think the biggest struggle is watching us be upset over things and they can't control it or fix it. And I think the biggest thing we've learned from them is just like, no matter what anyone says, you just need to like, remember who you were before this. Charlie's so funny and cool. And me being able to see that every day, she's really true to herself for the people that really know her. Aww. I love it. You guys, yeah. thank you so, so much for taking the time. I'm so excited to see the new season. And everyone listening, remember to check out Hulu today for new episodes of The Demilio Show. Bye. Thank you. Last but not least is our something to make you smile and hopefully not make you feel too old. There's this funny video of these two girls. One looks to be about maybe 12 or 13. The other is around five or six. And they were both blown away by a, get this, landline phone. It was clear they'd never used one before and picked it up and was just immediately surprised. Yo, it's actually working. Yeah, it's hooked it's a, it's a phone. As I said, she is just blown away by this ancient artifact. And the person shooting the video, who must be her mom or someone, walks her through how it works. Can I do your number? Yeah, you, you, it will ring. It will call me. Really? All right, huh. Yeah, it's a real phone. And then the younger girl gives it a try, calls one of their cell phones, and the two are flabbergasted yet again, you guys. What well, I do now? Put it up to your ear. Kids these days just don't know what it was like to answer the phone and not know who's calling or, or the arguments you would get into when your brother or your sister wouldn't get off the phone and you needed to, you know, make some plans with your friends. And don't get me started on early internet days and how AOL dial-up complicated the family phone situation. <laughs> I'm just getting flashbacks thinking about it. If you know, you know, man. And if you don't know, it's hilarious watching you discover. Well, that is our show for today. Thanks, as always, for spending some time with us. I'll be back with you again tomorrow. Tomorrow on a brand new episode of People Every Day.